Welcome to my podcast. You are not alone. Convos with Annalisa. I am Annalisa. Hey friends, welcome back. I hope the week has been kind to you. I want to start by saying if you live in Texas and you received snow this past weekend, I'm super jealous of you. My kids are super jealous. We are envious right now of everyone who got to experience snow. If you're not listening from Texas and you're wondering, oh my gosh, why is she so excited about snow? I've only ever seen snow twice in my life and it's been a miracle both times that it happened. The fact that it ended up about an hour away from us was really heartbreaking. We really expected to get some kind of something and we got a little bit of sleep. That was about it. It was super sad day. Uh, we did not want to get in the car and, and drive because we had seen so many people on social media kind of traveling. And I did not want to be on the road with people, especially Texans who've never driven in snow, driving in snow. So we kind of took one for the team, stayed home, did the whole quarantine thing, you know, kind of kept to ourselves. It wasn't ideal, but we're safe. We're happy. You know, we're really excited that some of our friends got to experience seeing it. Uh, It was really cool seeing a couple of my friends on social media and their kids being able to see snow for the first time. So my girls have seen it once uh, at this point. We'll eventually travel so that we can see it. But for now, we're just living off all the pictures that we were able to kind of see. Super happy for you, but still super jealous. <laughs> so we've officially made it into 2021. Let the new Jumanji kind of lifestyle kind of happen. 2020 was a little bit crazy, but 2021 means a lot of different things for especially our family. This year marks four years since our very first hospital stay with Mabel. It marks a lot of milestones for us because we've just come such a long way. We were at a point where we didn't think our little girl was going to get better. And here we are, you know, four years later. And I don't ever use the word remission. That's something that's a no, no word for me. And, and I know you're probably thinking I'm crazy for thinking that, but it's just one of those things that it, it's it's almost where it makes you feel like you're you're going to be cured at that point. And because this is an autoimmune disease that we are dealing with, because we're dealing with ulcerative colitis, it's so unpredictable that I don't like to use the word remission because it gives me hope in ways that isn't healthy for me personally. Again, every time I talk about anything with Mabel's health or anything like that, it's really just my feelings. Everyone has, you know, their way of kind of seeing things and I respect that. But for us personally here, We just kind of prefer not to use it. We just, like I said, we don't ever want to give ourselves a feeling of false hope or even just downplay the severity of what can happen. I'm one of those people that I guess you can say I'm very realistic. I know that her being in such a good spot won't last forever. 
I'm hopeful that it never gets as bad as it did in the beginning, but I'm also just aware that, I mean, all of these diseases are so unpredictable. There's so much going on behind the scenes as far as like them trying to still figure out what causes this, trying to figure out what, you know, medicines kind of help a little bit more. So again, remission here isn't really a word that we use. I prefer stable. That's just something that my doctors for Mabel have agreed upon. They they understand where I'm coming from. And again, when you're a parent to a sick child, you you have to protect your mental health as well. And I I remember a really good friend of mine calling me one day and and her child is sick like Mabel has an autoimmune disease. And her, as soon as I answered the phone, she was screaming and jumping for joy. And she's like, my child is in remission. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? And I was so thrilled. I was, I was happy. I remember just screaming with her on the phone and saying I was so super, super happy for her because I was. But when we got off the phone, I'm not going to lie. And it's not that I didn't wish you know, health upon, you know, good health upon her child or anything like that. It was just, it hurt to hear that because Mabel wasn't in a stable position at that point. We were still having so many issues here at home that it was, it felt like a kick to the gut. I remember getting off the phone, going into the bathroom and crying and and that was, you know, it was hard. It was hard. I was, and I am, I'm truly happy that her child reached remission, but my kid wasn't there and it really, really hurt. So if you've ever been in that position, you're not alone. You're not, you know, a bad person for crying for something that you want for your child as well. And honestly, I want it for all the kids going through any kind of issues medical wise. It was really hard. I had to call my mom after that and and I cried a lot with her on the phone and and that was when she kind of helped me understand that you know I was normal for feeling the way that I was feeling but that was when I told her I don't want to ever use the word remission. It felt really like it was just false hope. And again, I'm not I mean, I'm not being negative. I I'm not trying to come off as negative. I'm just telling you how I feel. Um, it's really super hard to hear remission coming from something that you know can flare up again at any time. Stress, foods, different medical, like medicines, you know, any little thing like that can cause a flare up for an autoimmune disease like what Mabel Ann has. So putting remission in front of anything that she is at this point is really fooling myself into thinking she's cured. And I don't ever want to do that. I don't ever want her to to hear me saying like, well, you're in remission. That means you can do whatever you want. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Here for us, what works good is just hearing the word we're stable. We're good. You know, we're not having any issues. And I'll take that over the word remission any day of the week. It just works well for our family. It really opens up the whole family's eyes to hearing that kind of thing opposed to, you know, older family members who say like, oh, she's in remission. She's cured. She's fine. There's nothing wrong with her anymore. Let her go do all the things. Let her eat all of the things. Let her do whatever. 
No, unfortunately, it doesn't really kind of work that way. So again, stable is just kind of the word that we use here. You know, kind of getting back to where I was starting off with all of this is four years ago, Mabel went to the hospital, you know, she had gone to the bathroom 20, 27 times. Um, and we were admitted in for quite some days. So I'm kind of in that time frame right now. I have memories kind of popping up on social media, reminding me. Um, I never took pictures of her face while we were in the hospital. I always wanted to give her as much privacy because I didn't know what was happening. So seeing some of these pictures and seeing pictures of just even her hands and how small they were really mess with my head as far as thinking to myself, man, I don't know how you did it, girl. I don't know how we survived some of the things that we did, but somehow we kind of did. It's really therapeutic to kind of see some of these pictures and kind of humble myself back down to knowing that we've come such a long way and we still have such a long way to go, but we're we're on the path. You know, we're we're definitely heading in that direction. But I also just know how easy it is to kind of go back into that same spot that we were already in. Again, autoimmune diseases are so unpredictable. Flare-ups can happen at any time. So at this point, it's just kind of buying time. Hopefully, she has many more happy, healthy, stable years uh, ahead of her. So that way we can kind of go from there. It's been it's been really great to see in in pictures and things like that memories how far we've come which is is so good. 2021 brought the year of weaning off all medication. Yeah, that's huge, right? Like I know that I had mentioned it before, but it's beneficial. We are January 13th right now. And my daughter has gone the longest she has in four years without a steroid medication inside of her. I am still like, I feel like I'm still dreaming. I feel like it's it's something I, I, I don't even know. It's hard to put all of it into words. It feels good to not have to have her take meds like that every single day. It feels really good that she knows that she was able to come off of them. It does nothing but give my heart like joy and happiness to see her body doing what my body does and your body does on its own. The steroids that she was taking were basically helping her body make its own steroid because our bodies do make their own steroids. Like when we're sick and things like that, our our whole, you know, body on the inside tells itself like, hey, you're feeling sick. I'm going to make this for you to make you feel a little bit better. Mabel was on steroids because her body wasn't able to do that. And especially in the doses that she needed to make it to calm the flare down. We are meeting with her endocrinologist next week. And it'll be really interesting to see where her numbers are falling. 
And it'll be really interesting to see where we're at and, and how her body has adjusted on its own. It was a very slow coming off these meds kind of thing. It wasn't as quick as others. Usually if you get sick, a normal healthy person, and you go to the doctor, they'll give you a pack. They'll give you some steroids to kind of help. And when the steroids are over, your body just goes back to normal. Mabel's body was not capable of doing that. And I believe it was because she was given such high doses of needed steroid. And her body just adjusted to having so much steroid in its in its whole little body self, you know, that she wasn't able to keep up with it because she was so tiny. It's been a long t- process to get her here, but she is here. And it was a really good day when she was coming, like when she came off of it, it was a really good day. Like we noticed just how good she was still doing. She's still running and jumping and playing. And I mean, the weather has definitely shown me that she's definitely my little old lady and that's fine. I love my little old lady, but she'll tell me my knees kind of hurt. My elbow kind of hurts. She'll tell me things here or there. Nothing where it's it stops her from doing any of the things that she likes, but she'll definitely notice things. And that's that's something that comes with the territory of having an autoimmune disease. It kind of wakes up other things in the body. Uh, I I learned something this past week that I didn't even know. So it's something that I have to keep in my back pocket for future. If and and I'm, and again, this is just something that I learned. It wasn't even from a doctor. It was just from other fellow Crohn's and colitis, you know, warriors out there. I did not know that getting a tattoo or doing anything like that to your body can wake up an autoimmune disease. So that definitely, it can flare up an autoimmune disease if you already have one. So that was something I didn't know. It was really interesting to kind of learn all of that and kind of see like the older adults kind of telling me what to expect. I'm still on so many forums for this disease because I always kind of want to be up to date and a step ahead for when my daughter does need to come to me for advice for anything for me to be able to give her the correct advice. Again, it's not for everybody. Um, I've seen a mixture of reviews on it, but it's something that, you know, my kid ever comes up to me and says, I want to get a tattoo. It's something that I can kind of give her a heads up and kind of warn her about and let her make that decision. Unfortunately, I can't make all of her decisions for her for the rest of her life. As all mothers, I'm sure, want to. We, we want to protect our kids. All I can do is provide her with facts, knowledge, you know, get her into some of these groups as she gets a little bit older and have her understand her body more. That's the thing about these autoimmune diseases. They turn around and they make you learn about your body and what could potentially happen if you don't treat it right, if you kind of push it further than its limit is, you know, it's definitely been really interesting being a part of some of these groups because it just, like I said, gives off so much 
advice that I don't even know if I'm going to need that advice, but hey, I now I know I have it, you know, that's pretty cool. I'm still a part of a lot of the children pages, obviously, as well, because parents out there like me who didn't know anything about these diseases and their children are diagnosed with them, turn to these forums, turn to these groups, and they're looking for advice, for help, and for just knowing that it's going to be okay, knowing that they're not alone. And they're not. There's so many of us and we're we're always there to lift each other up. I generally try to post, you know, every so often in those forums, like an update on Mabel and let people know that she's doing really good because they a lot of these people saw how awful she was at one point, how how terribly sick she was. And so for them to be able to see a result and being like, hey, She's doing really good and she was in a really bad spot. I'm not in such a bad spot, but now that I know that she can get in a good spot, I can get in a good spot too. I'm all about uplifting people and telling them that they're stronger than they are because you are. It's amazing how life works, but you become this person that you didn't even know was inside of you. You become this person that just wants to help others and spread this positivity and let them know it's okay to rant. And I mean, steroids are awful. Your children become people that you don't even know who they are because they just have so much of this running through their body. And roid rage is just a huge thing. And it's okay to not like your child when they're on steroids. It's okay. It's you're you're normal. It's you're human. And you write on there, you know, like, I just want to get in the car and get away from them for a little bit. And moms like me and some of my friends, my my really close friends, we're there to tell you it's okay. It's perfectly fine to feel these things, because at the end of the day, you're a human, too. And it's really, really easy to get lost in all of this and to get wrapped up in it and to just be exhausted. And then you have, you know, your child being moody with you. It is the hardest job. It really honestly is. But when they finally get into the spot that I'm in right now, it's so worth it. Every, you you would do it again in a heartbeat. And, and the awful thing is, you know, you don't want to have to say that, but knowing now, if I would have known it then, I mean, I, I would have been even more stronger because I would have known better days are coming. You just have to be patient. You've got to put in the work and it's, it's going to tear you down it's going to make you into a whole nother person that you were not before. If you knew me before I had children, I was very selfish, very about just me, me, me. My poor husband, <laughs> he's, he's always been the selfless one. And after we went through everything that we did, I feel like I've become more like him. I emulate how he is. And anything that you have, 
you just give. And not to say that I didn't turn like that after I had my first child, but more so when we kind of went through this as a family, where you really just say to yourself, I'll give anything. I mean, to this day, I mean, I tell everybody and my husband, if I could give Mabel my colon and I'll take the J pouch or whatever, I would do it in a heartbeat. No questions asked. It's it's really it's really interesting to see how far you come as as a person and and what you do with it. You know, again, I just I really try to be there for everybody that I can and offer, you know, some some positivity and offer my advice and even just my ears, just my listening ears, just listening to my friends, you know, my friends, the people on the forums vent about something that's going on. That's all that if that's all that I can offer you and that's what you need, that I mean take it because I've been there and it's so so hard. Seeing the picture from pop up today on my social media from 4 years ago today, I remember it perfectly. Mabel had to have um uh it was like um a test done, a like a study test done. She had to drink this awful, like thick Ovaltine type milkshake thing. We had to walk her around the hall so that way it could go down so they could figure out if her stomach was emptying quickly or not quickly, if there was a leak or anything like that. And it was probably one of the worst tests as far as getting a still at the time two-year-old to drink something that she knows is technically medicine, but it's not really medicine, but it is medicine. And it was really hard. It was a really hard day. And I remember my older daughter was being watched by some of my friends. And during the test, they called me and said, you need to come and get her. Like we have things that we need to go and do. And I understand that. I mean, I I was thankful that they were able to watch her for as long as they did. So I did have to leave to come and pick up, you know, my older daughter. But I remember being in the car and I remember the stop sign where it is. And when I got to the stop sign close to where I was going to pick up my daughter, I put the car in park and I put my hands on the steering wheel. I closed my eyes and I screamed so loud I'm amazed they didn't think I was being murdered in my car. I don't know if anyone else had heard it or not. I was in the car, like I said, and I screamed so loud that I didn't have a voice by the end of it. I was hoarse when I went to pick up Addie Mae. My face was so red. My eyes um, hurt. I have dry eyes. And so when I cry, my eyes just turn red automatically. I see those movie stars on television and they cry and their eyeballs still look white. And I'm so jealous because that is not me. You can tell when I've cried, even if I've just sneezed and I cried like, you know, your eyes get watery. My eyes get red. It's just something that's that's me. And I remember when I picked Addie Mae up, my friend was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yawned. I have, um, I'm really tired and I didn't want her to, to think 
badly of me or anything like that. And kind of looking back now, I kind of really wish I would have just said, you know, I'm just stressed. And I, I, you know, my pride is a really big thing for me. I don't like to ask for help unless I absolutely need it. And so it was really hard. And and it, I feel like it was, it's still definitely something I, I kind of struggle with. I've had to learn to put it aside more than not because of everything that we've kind of gone through. But at the end of the day, you know, you're not alone if you're like me, if if you've gone through any of this stuff. I, I mean, I get it. I'm right there with you. So four years later, we're in such a better spot. You'll get there if you know anybody kind of going through anything like this. Be that shoulder for them. Let them know it's going to be okay. Sometimes just listening is more helpful than you think it is because we just need to vent sometimes. We just need to know that we have that army behind us. That's how people who are going through anything medical wise, at least for in my experience, how we kind of get through all of it. Be kind and just offer, offer your ears. They're they're worth more than what you think they are, especially for families like mine. We're going to wrap that up for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sorry if it felt like I was kind of rambling. It was just one of those days where everything kind of just aligned. Like I said, it was my day to record and those memories kind of popped up and it was just something I wanted to kind of get off my chest, kind of talk about, kind of just pay homage to the path that I've I've come from. I hope that you are spreading kindness and I hope you all have a good rest of your week. We'll talk soon. Oh, 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 o